This is KAW Radio, brought to you every Thursday on the Spreaker Network. We bring to you the latest news and current affairs in kick-ass wrestling, the symbol of excellence in British underground wrestling for one glorious decade. Well, for a start, that's absolute bollocks. <sighs> Welcome to episode 7 of series 7 of KAW Radio. I'm your host, David Lovell, and... Uh, um, yeah, we were going to have, obviously, an episode this past Thursday, but uh, I have actually been quite ill, so, uh, yeah, that's basically my excuse, and I'm fucking sticking to it. Um, basically, uh, well, basically, long story short, um, our last episode was 12 days ago, so just under two weeks ago, so that would have been on December 6th. Um I was going to recap some stuff and things um, last week, but obviously that was not the case. Um, I've also... um, I need to follow up on a few KAW-related things, um, because obviously we've got Wrestle Empire coming on January 4th here at KAW House, and then on the 19th of January um, we have the Saul Taylor Classic Finale. I'm a bit tongue-tied. I do apologise, folks. But, um, yeah. So, basically, a lot has happened in the last ten days, both in Kick-Ass Wrestling and of Kick-Ass Wrestling and over the fucking... Uh, and, and over the, the, the wall, quite frankly. It's been chaos, quite frankly. Um, so, let's try and begin at the beginning. We, we'll talk about... up. We'll, we'll talk about the graps I've been to, actually. Let's start... On that note, um, because I happen to have hashtag wrestling actually open, uh, the tabs open, and um, you know the fact that I've got three uh, shows to talk about, um, it's uh, just apropos that I can talk about them. So let's start on December 8th. I was a Pro Wrestling Eve Shivaiva series at Resistance Gallery in Bethnal Green. Um, their last show of 2018, and it's been a stellar 2018 for Eve. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt, quite frankly. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not its not everyone's cup of tea. Goodness knows I've had some arguments with certain people in regards to this promotion, but I would argue they've got to be in the, um, in the echelons for promotion of the year for me. They definitely are in the upper echelons as far as show of the year with Wrestle Queendom, and a couple of their talents, you could argue, um, are up there for basically rest any wrestler of the year regardless of gender category um speaking of which i'm going to try and uh, tabulate as best i can in regards to a, uh, a wrestler rewards kind of thing just uh, for the purposes of doing it for, because you know it's just interesting to see uh, exactly um who has uh, done awesome stuff in 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 the uh, squared circle for for yours truly as a wrestling fan first and you know um so uh, anyway let's uh get on with the results here so Survivor series hmm would give you an impression that there are two survivor series style matches on the card indeed there were um so taking a look at the card the opener was a Survivor series matchup as Team Hater, led by Jamie Hater. She had Sammy Baines, Charlie Evans and Nightshade on her team, defeated 
Team Wolf. Chris Wolf was the captain. And she had on her team Kanji, Little Miss Roxy, and Sadie Gibbs. Um, it was a clean sweep for Team Hater. Um, by, oh, no, I tell... Uh, e, hang on, tell I Wolf did eliminate Evans, so... Um, it was almost a clean sweep for uh, Team Hater. Um, everyone impressed in that. Especially... Um, in my... Well, for the, for the, the little bursts of... Uh, of uh, what we saw from Kanji, from Gibbs, and from Roxy, they they really impressed, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, those three are really much involved in Eve in 2019. Um, moving on, this was somewhat uh, it was somewhat a you know despite all the rumor the rumor and innuendo, uh, I think a lot of people knew that. Uh, who was winning this when it was announced as a loser leaves Pro Wrestling Eve matchup. But it was a great send-off for Ginny as she was defeated by Shotzi Blackheart in a matchup that lasted nearly 20 minutes. Uh, went to about 18, if I'm correct. Um, but obviously Ginny is moving on to uh, Pastures New in 2019. Um, onward and upwards. It's, a, you know, always sad, sad to see a talent like that go, but uh, at the same time, you, you're glad that they are being able to ply their trade um, on, on, a, on a bigger stage, for lack of a better expression, um, as big as a stage Pro Wrestling Eve is. And I've talked, I think I have actually talked about this, but it's uh, sometimes sad to see uh, talent go on, but uh, you're, you're, you're proud of them at the same time. Speaking of talent, who I'm immensely proud of, I would argue, Tony Storm is another one who, uh, uh, this was for certain her final appearance for now in Eve. As she lost to Jordan Grace in a fucking, no pun intended, a stormer of a matchup. Um, obviously, um, Tony moving on to uh, uh, the, that whole um, NXT UK thing, and you know she was almost. I, I think she was the um, wrestler on this card who we knew definitely was moving on. Some people weren't too sure about Ginny, and I'll talk about two other people who uh, um, their futures were uncertain in Pro Wrestling Eve as well in a moment. Um, but they, yeah, I enjoyed that thoroughly, that uh, that matchup. Um, and then there was only two matches in the second half. But my fucking word, the Shivaiva series matchup on this half was fucking brilliant. And it was a clean sweep, actually, by Team Moff, led by Session Moff Martina and... Uh, allegedly three of her children as Angel Moth, Princess Moth and Vegan Moth. I'll let you uh, figure out who the Moths are. And for those who don't want spoilers, turn away now. Stop listening now. Of course, Erin Angel, Jetta and Laura Matteo. And they defeated Team Loxton, led by Sierra Loxton. Uh, she had on her team Kellyanne, Lana Austin and Mercedes Blaze. Um... And again, it, if uh, there's uh, certainly some, somewhat of a uh, statement of intent in get in, in ha- getting some of the future talents uh, in in Eve on the table, you could argue that's the case with um, someone like Mercedes Blaze, and to a lesser extent, someone like Sierra Loxton. And also, it's it was pretty cool to see Lana Austin down south for um, for the first time in what feels like ages. And um, if I'm right, Kellyanne is on uh, is on a European tour as well. So uh, 
Uh, from what I remember, I think she's uh, on at least two shows that I will be attending in tw in 2019, off the bat, and maybe more, but I can't be asked to count. Um, and finally, um, with Kaylee Ray injured, uh, she was unable to take her title shot uh, for the Pro Wrestling Eve Championship. Um, but Nina Samuels and Charlie Morgan had a hell of a match up here, and Nina retained, so that means that Morgan is now unable to compete for the Eve title. I believe that is as long as Nina is champion, but uh, don't quote me on that. But I think this certainly um, this certainly confirmed that Nina's there to stay, and thank fuck, quite frankly, because um, an alpha heel like Nina is something that Eve... It it makes it's it's sort of the the bread and butter as it were. You could argue that, that was the case last year with Sammy Jane, um, and I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head who who it would have been before. Oh, uh, someone like Nikki Cross or or Nikki Storm as she was known back then, um, sort of in the uh, era that bridged the the two main eras of Eve. Um, uh, of course, her foil at the time would have been Rhea O'Reilly, um, but. Uh, you get the idea, and you know, a sort of a top heel as champion. That's, that's something that that Eve has kind of used as a. It's a classic trope, and it's worked for them perfectly. And um, glad to see that Nina's there, there to stay. It seems, uh, at least for the short term. And Charlie as well looks like she has something uh, interesting to uh, aim for. As it was announced that uh, there would be a tie-in at Wrestle Queendom too. On, June 30th at York Hall there will be a tie-in with stardom so uh, I don't know what exactly it entails but it may entail something as simple as them bringing over a few girls from stardom or it could be a a complete uh, uh, co-promotion event as it were uh, something along those lines it'll be interesting to see how that pans out in 2019 okay moving on to the following Wednesday um, f for Attack Pro Wrestling under the Missile Tour 2018, they ran four shows over the week, starting on the 12th at the Dome in London. Um, taking a look, this was a quite a quite a card, <clears throat> if you ask me. Um, eight-person tag match uh, to open the things saw Millie McKenzie, Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate defeat Nothing to Prove. Chuck Mambo, Drew Parker, Elijah, and LK Messinger. A fucking scorching opener. Uh, Mike Bird defeated Connor Mills in match number two. Super Smash Brothers, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson defeated CCK, i.e. CCK, Chris Brooks, and the returning kid Lycos. So that was um, a wonderful surprise, actually. Lycos looked uh, a little bit more hench, actually, and... Uh, Considering that uh, this has been a disastrous year, you could argue, for him on the injury front, maybe a little bit of meat on the bones, as it were, will actually help him going forward. Um, moving on. Snow holds barred for the Attack Pro Championship. Eddie Dennis retained over Wild Boar. Um, Four-way matchup. Dan Maloney defeated Damian Dunn, El Fantasmo, and Spike Trevay. And the final matchup of the evening, and this was a corker as well, as Aussie Open retained the attack tag team titles over Ring Kampf. So, uh, yeah, 
what more can I say about this? A great way through. I mean, Attack have been uh, a revelation in just two shows at the Tufnell Park Dome. People I knew were very sceptical about, you know, are are they are these shows going to be at the same par as the Live at the Dome shows Progress used to run? And they have really, they, they, they've really, um, I think, met or exceeded expectations um, 100%. Um, so hats off to them. And they return, I believe, in February. I don't have the exact date, um, unfortunately. So uh, uh, I couldn't really tell you, which is a pain in the ass. But uh, it was good to see a missile tour show. I was originally going to go to the show in Cardiff. On the follow on the Saturday, um, however, there were some uh, logistic issues. Um, there was going to be a group of five of us, and only one person, I think, in the end managed to get a ticket. And then they had to sell their ticket on. <coughs> yeah, you could tell I'm still a little bit under the weather. I've had this cough on and off for a couple of weeks, but uh, oh, excuse me. Um, moving on, I mean, looking at the Cardiff card. On the Saturday, it looked fucking mental. And I'm so gutted I couldn't uh, make it. I mean, to give you an idea, I mean, when your opener for Cardiff was uh, Aussie Open versus the Super Smash Brothers for the tag titles, um, that sets a fucking. That just sets the tone, doesn't it, really? Um, and uh, one of the highlight, one of the feature matchups on there was Eddie Dennis defending the attack. Pro Championship against Damian Dunn's Attack Pro Career. So, uh, talk about a high stakes, as it were. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, can't agree forever. I mean, there will be a time in 2019 that I will make it to Cathay's, uh, Cathay Centre and Cardiff, the bingo hall, uh, for a show, with any luck. And finally, um, this past Sunday, actually... Um, was the debut head drop pro- uh, promoted event. Um, this is um, this was promoted by Rob Brazio, who's a very talented photographer, I've known of the chap for years and years. One literally one of the best guys ever to wield a camera, and that's uh, you know I'm trying not hard not to break my arm jerking him off as it were. But this was a very interesting show because. Uh, it was um, something a little bit different, a little bit of a change of pace, and it was another show, another promotion at Resistance Gallery. So, of course, you 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 were expecting something a little different, and um, we got something a little different, and it was worth every penny, quite frankly. Um, a very good, a very strong debut. One small snafu, and I'll, I'll address it at the start, actually. Uh, match number four was uh, Ginny versus Laura Di Matteo. Um, this ended in a no contest um, after Laura suffered um, a knock on the head, I believe, and uh, it was a pretty scary moment. But uh, you know where it was, you know, medical attention was required, an ambulance was called, as a matter of fact, and the building actually was evacuated. So, but it it was the only wrinkle on a really good show. Um, and it, and from you know Laura was discharged, I believe, that same night, um, pretty much unscathed. Um, I mean, it, it showed you, 
that the, the old cliche, and I've said it before, that wrestling is not ballet. That's for certain. And also the importance of a good referee as well, because it was referee Tom Scarborough who actually recognised that there was something and called the match. Um, whereas I think a, a less experienced referee may have had difficulty um, in uh, making that call. Sometimes, I mean, it's it, it's hard being a referee. Let's just say that. Um, but uh, that was uh, on fourth. That was the first match of the second half. Um, but there was some. There was a nice little bit of um, almost synchronicity in the card. You had two women's matches. They both started the half. You had um, something a little different um, on second and then on second in the second half. And then your main event of the first and second halves were British rules matches. And uh, everything delivered, in my opinion. So we began with Nina Samuels defeating Kanji in a really good matchup. And um, talking about a really good matchup... um, uh, Jordan Brakes defeated James Mason in um absolute corking matchup too. Um your first British rules matchup uh saw Connor Mills defeat Karen Noir by two falls to one. Um I've already mentioned Ginny versus Laura Di Matteo and didn't know contest. Uh, Johnny Wizard, the human blizzard, and the OJMO defeated TK Cooper, subbing for the present William Eva and Gene Money. Uh really fun comedic tag match it was comedy without bullshit in my opinion that that's uh, that's i think a lot of people get really pissed off about people who do comedy wrestling for the sake of it for you know bullshit reasons it doesn't serve a purpose uh to in the context of the match um but i think i enjoyed this and uh i had a, a good chuckle actually and it was needed after the um unfortunate events of the previous match and your main event was a absolutely incredible uh, British rules matchup as Timothy Thatcher defeated Jerry Bakewell in um, what many people were thinking was going to be an absolute mismatch. But Jerry probably as a you know had had probably his best performance as a wrestler in probably anything. Um, and I've seen a lot of his Lucha Britannia work over the years, and. Of course, he was mostly played for comedy, mostly played for fun. There hasn't really been much of this serious side of Jerry. And with an opponent like Timothy Thatcher, it worked. Um, so hats off to head drop there for a hell of a, a great event. Um, as uh, that is, I'm trying to think now, that is the almost the final show of the year. There's three, two or three more. Definitely two, possibly three. Um, which I'm drawing a fucking blank about. But that's standard for me, if you ask me. Okay, we're looking at 20 minutes gone already in this uh, episode. Uh, episode 7 of Series 7 of KW Radio. We are sort of live um, for for reasons. Um, as... Uh, I'm again trying my best to uh, make head or tails of the situations that have cropped up in kick-ass wrestling in the last probably about 10 days or so. Really, after last weekend, I would argue, it's really started to uh, 
there's there's been some chaos happening, brewing as it were. Um, <coughs> right, so obviously I mentioned last episode of KW Radio that the Kick-Ass Wrestling World Tag Team Championship has uh, been vacated. Gotham Vice, both members of Gotham Vice, Psycho Yank and um, Joker, are both injured. As a result, um, the titles had to be vacated. Um, there was also a incident that took place this uh, last week involving committee member Mr. Liam Stevens. Now, Stevens... Um, out, out sort of in the context of kick-ass wrestling um, has always been a figure of controversy but this was the first time really that that controversy spilled out to outside the realm of kick-ass wrestling I will not for uh, Liam's sake uh, and for confidence sake um, uh, disclose exactly what the incident entailed but Liam uh, has since been suspended as a member of the kick-ass wrestling executive committee um this has also caused somewhat of a gulf not necessarily in the committee but also in the framework of kick-ass wrestling because liam is an agent of several kick-ass wrestling competitors um outside of in in basically in quote-unquote real life he he is um the man the agent as it were of several competitors and a strike was threatened recently. Um, now, the fact that uh, this incident has happened, like I said, has led to the suspension of Stevens as a committee member. Um, at this point in time, we can't really comment further on the incident and comment on what action, uh, further action, I should say, is going to be taken. Now, at the end of the day... Um, this is the first time, really, that... You, this isn't the first time that um, it is... It's something that has happened outside of KW that has caused an impact in KW. We've been used to this for 10 years now. Um, it's always happened. It's almost second nature. Now, at this point in time, obviously, with it being the run-up to Christmas, the plan, I think, is to try and convene a committee of the remainder of the committee um, to discuss um, any further punishment for, for Mr. Stevens. Um, but also, with uh, an oncoming strike, if indeed that was... It was, it was definitely mooted, and it was certainly um, uh, proposed. That could really cause a huge impact to the majority of the kick-ass wrestling roster. However, um, we are looking at workarounds. We are looking at uh, every available avenue. And however, we will probably do this after Christmas. Um, our next episode of KW Radio actually uh, is not scheduled to take place on the 20th as originally promised. Um, owing to the fact that I am for shoot at my work's Christmas do. So... Um, our next episode of KW Radio uh, is scheduled for uh, the 27th of December. So we're going to take a week off. Um, so episode 8 of Series 7 will be on um, the 27th of December. So two days after Christmas. The plan is to have uh, this meeting either on that day or 
Boxing Day. So uh, it's going to be a very busy Christmas for Kick-Ass Wrestling and the Executive Committee, considering that one of them has been temporarily suspended for uh, an instant, which, like I said, I do not wish at this time, on behalf of the committee, to uh, disclose. I know people know about some of the circumstances behind the uh, incident, um, but I, for one, do not wish at this time to comment further. So, as mentioned, Wrestle Empire 3 will take place on January 4th. There is only one matchup at the moment currently mooted, and that is D.L. Hicks' opponent for the Undisputed Kick-Ass Wrestling Championship. Now, the now prior to Liam Stevens' suspension as a member of the committee, we were deadlocked um, as far as an opponent was concerned. However, with Liam's vote now being nullified as a result of his suspension, there is a high likelihood that we'll break the deadlock as far as Hicks' opponent is concerned. Now, of course, Stevens is the manager of D.L. Hicks. And, of course, Hicks is a member of Liam Stevens' administration. So, Liam, of course was the deal breaker as it were in regards to a certain opponent for Wrestle Empire. Now obviously with the suspension of Liam as a member of the executive committee his manager's license has also been temporarily um, suspended until further investigations have been completed. Hopefully these will be completed in time for Wrestle Empire. So there's a lot to take in at this point in time. I do apologise if uh, I've lost you in the shuffle as it were, but it is essential that all the information is given as concisely as possible at this time. Um, also at this point in time, we are currently trying to find a second team for B&B to compete for the vacant Kick-Ass Wrestling World Tag Team Championship. Um, now, the executive committee came up with a plan B, as it were, in the event that we can't find a suitable team at this point in time, and that is to keep the titles vacant until later in 2019. Um, B&B then, as a result, would be put in the Saul Taylor Classic pot, as it were, because obviously we do have the Saul Taylor Classic. Um, as we had two qualifiers, of course, back at December to remember. Everyone knows um, that. So we've got six more people to put in the pot, as it were, for that. So, hopefully, like I said, I think I may have explained it as best as I humanly can. But, I'll be honest with you, it's hard. It's fucking difficult. Uh... But yeah, that is that is the lay of the land here in Kick-Ass Wrestling on the road to Wrestle Empire 3. Of course, um, Undisputed Champion D.L. Hicks, his title defence will be announced on the next edition of KW Radio because um, we will announce his opponent and challenger for Wrestle Empire 3. Um, obviously, um, the executive committee, will, like I said 
next reconvene on the 26th or 27th of December. So technically they're in Christmas recess as it were. Um, but also we will have hopefully the Kick-Ass Wrestling International Champion um, Horsemeat. Also um, we are aiming to have we're currently negotiating for the return of Tequila Salvador, actually, as a matter of fact. She's one of the individuals that the executive committee were looking at as far as um, entering the Saul Taylor Classic, as a matter of fact. Um, but we will, of course, keep you posted um, at this point in time. Everything is kind of on the table in regards to Wrestle Empire 3. But we'll let you know further details on the road. Uh, to Wrestle Empire, um, hopefully on next week, uh, the next edition of KW Radio coming in a little over a week's time on December 27th. Okay, and finally, um, a look at the upcoming events. Um, and there's only two more in 2018 for myself. Um, and it's fucking weird because <coughs> at this point in time, I will have done over a hundred events. I believe I'm going to finish the uh, the, the show on one hundred and eight, if I've got it right. Head drop was no, no, number one hundred six. Number one hundred seven is Southside Wrestling at Resistance Gallery as they present Lethal London, their debut show in London, as a matter of fact, on December twenty eighth. Um, Southside, of course, um, have. Uh, I've had, let's just say, very interesting, uh, a very interesting series of um, shows in 2018, and looking at their looking at their card, actually, this is actually pretty decent. So, this they've announced seven matches, as a matter of fact, um, and this is all subject to change. Bear in mind, but this looks fucking good. Um, they have announced as follows. Uh, and I lost the fucking thing. Hey, here we go. They've announced um, Ricky Knight Jr. versus Maverick Mayhew. No particular order as far as this is concerned. Current Ring of Honor World Champion Jay Lethal goes one on one with Chris Brooks. Uh, the current Southside Tag Team Champions, the Jaw Droppers, take on the team of Kip Sabian and Shana. Uh, Shigehiro Ari takes on Bad Bones. I think I've got the guy's name right. Millie McKenzie takes on Chris Ridgway and um, announced recently Karen Huard goes one-on-one -on -one with Visage, who I've not seen before. And your final matchup is the Joseph Connors experience. I don't know if it's with Liggs or not. Probably not. Um, but I know that uh, he has been um, auditioning because obviously Ligero is headed uh, to Pastures New uh, as well. Um, Connors takes and someone else takes on the Southside heavyweight champion Rob Lynch and Greg Burridge. So that's a interesting to say that. Of course, a lot of that is subject to change, I would imagine. But uh, yeah, that's Southside, their debut at Resistance Gallery. They've got two shows announced in March already. So, um, And it's interesting to see Burridge as well on that card as well. He's... Um, the second ever Southside heavyweight champion as well. Um, as a matter of fact, he was champion when I went to my first ever Southside show, and I've mentioned it before. It was Salvation 
in Nottingham back in 2011 when he defended the title against the late Chris Travis in a really good matchup. Um, so that is uh, Southside Progress return to Electric Ballroom. It's their final show of the year. Unboxing live at Dukla Prague away kit chapter 82 on December 30th. Um, and of course the whole premise of unboxing live is that you don't know what's going to happen not don't, there's no clue as to who the wrestlers are or the matches and if you look in the past unboxing live has delivered some absolutely incredible stuff so that's something to bear in mind of course um so yeah that's uh that's that um pretty much and for the final for the penultimate time this year i believe or maybe if i do a bonus episode uh in the, in the final echelons of 2018 for the penultimate time for now i suppose in 2018 let's plug some plugs and let's begin with, of course, kickasswrestling.co.uk. That's kickasswrestling.co.uk. That's our website, of course. Our Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash kickasswrestlinguk. On Facebook, I am at facebook.com slash thebossdavidlovell, L-U-V-V-A-L-L. Add me on Facebook and I'll add you to the group. On Twitter, twitter.com forward slash kw underscore underground. That is kw underscore underground. On Twitter, I am at kw commissioner, Liam Stevens. That uh, son of a bitch is on suspension, so fuck him. Um, uh, our champion is at prick DL Hicks, kaw. On Instagram, we are at kickass wrestling UK. So instagram.com forward slash kickass wrestling UK. At our shop is brought to you by zazzle.co.uk and it can be accessed at tinyurl.com slash kawswag. Now on the run up to Christmas, get 50% off invitations, postcards and greeting cards at checkout with the code HAPPY50CARDS. Go to tinyurl.com slash kwradio for upcoming uh, and past episodes of kw radio or seven series plus the bonus episodes in the next week expect the um grap grap oh my the the pro grap exploits of 2018 that's going to be a huge two-part show coming in the next week or so and finally as our jingle comes to a close 2018 show playlist is at tinyurl.com forward slash 2018 kw shows Right, that's it for this week's episode of KW Radio. It's been quick to the point, um, but quite frankly, I've got stuff to do. Um, not a huge amount, really, to report. Um, this is probably one of the shortest episodes we've done since we've had the three-hour time limit. Uh, although, bear in mind, I do actually have um, to record, as mentioned, uh, the program Exploits of 2018, um, that's going to be a two-parter at the very least, um, and uh, we got a phone call. Yes, me. Um, but yeah, we'll um, we'll wrap this up and take you into Christmas, as it were, with uh, there we go, and we'll take you into two thousand uh, into Christmas twenty eighteen um, with uh, a bit of Christmas fair on the show closer front. It's 
Queen. It's thank God it's Christmas. And for everyone listening out there in KW Radio Land, I'd like to wish you all a very happy Christmas. And we'll see you on December 27th for the next edition of KW Radio. I've been David Lovell. We've been recording this at the infamous KW House in Stepney. And we'll talk to you next time. Cheerio for now.
And before we go here on KW Radio, a look at our upcoming dates. We've only got a couple in 2019, but watch this space on social media and our website, including kickasswrestling.co.uk, for more dates. On January 4th, we return to KW House for Wrestle Empire 3. Dio Hicks will defend the undisputed Kick-Ass Wrestling Championship as against an opponent to be named on next edition of KW Radio coming to you on December 27th. Also in attendance will be former undisputed champion, the Venerable Emperor, as the first round of the Saul Taylor Classic gets underway. Speaking of the Saul Taylor Classic, that comes to a conclusion on January the 19th at St Mary's Church Hall in Shadwell. The semi-finals and finals of the Saw Taylor Classic takes place on the 19th of January. On February 23rd, the 10th edition of Stick It Up Your Valentines takes place also at St Mary's Church Hall in Shadwell, featuring the return to kick-ass wrestling of three theatres of warfare as the international championship will be up for grabs in three matches during the course of the show. And then finally, on Saturday, April 6th, 2019, we present to you on WrestleMania weekend the 11th edition, not even the 10th edition, but the 11th edition of April Duels. The winner of the Saul Taylor Classic will get a title shot at the Undisputed Kick-Ass Wrestling Champion at this very event, April Duels 11. Wrestle Empire 3, January 4th. The Saul Taylor Finale, January 19th. Stick it up your Valentine's February 23rd and April Duels 11, April 6th. Those are the upcoming dates, courtesy of Kick-Ass Wrestling, the zenith for British underground wrestling for one glorious decade. For more information, check social media, including our website, kickasswrestling.co.uk.